Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this second edition of the 1853 podcast, the Mammoth 2018-19 school year, we'll catch up with Mammoth theater professor Doug Rankin. He'll tell us all about the 2018-19 theater season at Mammoth. We'll also visit with football coach Chad Braun. His Fighting Scots open their 2018 season this Saturday up at Wheaton College. Chad will give us a preview of the season. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we chat with this week's guest, a reminder about several events taking place. We're now in the first full week of classes of the 2018-19 school year, so things are really picking up both on and around campus. At 12.10 every Monday afternoon, you can enjoy the chapel service offered in Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. The weekly 30-minute service is always a great experience. And a big thanks to the campus chaplain, the Reverend Terry Ott, and assistant chaplain, Reverend Jessica Hawkison, for all of the work they do to make the service so meaningful. And don't forget, if you can't attend the service, you can also watch it streamed live over the college's YouTube channel, and that address is youtube.com slash College. If you're a fan of young adult literature, be sure to mark your calendar for Wednesday, September 11. That's when author Faith Harkey will give a talk and a reading of her work. The author of two middle-grade kids' novels, Genuine Sweet and Sneak Thief, Faith Harkey finds her inspiration on the back roads of America. From small towns in the heartland to the footprints deep in the mountains, she's drawn the places that remind us where all of us are together part of something larger. Faith Harkey will speak how her rural upbringing has influenced her writing, and she'll read from her work as well. That'll be at 6.30 in the evening on Wednesday, September 11, in room 273 in Mama's Center for Science and Business. And the event is free and open to the public. And if you like theater, don't forget about Saturday, September 8th. That's when Fusion Fest 5 will be held. It will be presented at 7.30 in the evening on September 8th at Mama's Fusion Theater, which is downtown on Main Street. Later in the podcast, we'll hear from theater professor Doug Rankin. He'll preview this year's theater season. Of course, Mammoth College Athletics is starting to kick it in the full gear. This Friday, the men's and women's cross-country teams will race down in Bloomington at Illinois Wesleyan. And the men's and women's soccer teams open their regular season Friday afternoon at home out at Peacock Park. Women's golf heads to Rock Island to play in the Augustana College Invite. And women's tennis and volleyball are both home on Saturday. To keep up with the latest events and also check out the Monmouth College Athletic Schedule, point your browser to monmouthscots.com. That's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. And don't forget to check out the progress being made on the renovation of Greer Hall. You can do that by checking out a video on the Monmouth College YouTube channel. 
Go to youtube.com slash Monmouth College, click on the video tab, and you'll see a link called Greer Hall Sneak Peek Part 1. It's a great two-minute, 57-second video tour of the residence hall by First Lady Loby Stone and Director of Facilities Sarah Young. And if you get a chance, be sure to stop by Mama's Flickr page. That's flickr.com slash Monmouth College. You can check out pictures from the first day of classes, sorority recruitment, and also from Welcome Weekend. Just as Monmouth College Athletics is kicking off its 2018-19 season, so is Monmouth College's theater program. The action gets underway officially on the stage on September 8 with Fusion Fest 5. Doug Rankin, who's professor of theater at Monmouth College, says the annual event will usher in a very busy season of theater at Monmouth College. This is a busy year for us, um, especially it seems like the fall is um, always busy. This year it's um, as busy as ever, if not more so. Um, we start off with a Fusion Fest on uh, the September 8th, uh, which would be 7.30 p.m. And for those of you not familiar with that, it's a 24-hour uh, play festival where we uh, write the play the night before and we act it the night after. So it's a really crazy time. William Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream will be the first full play to be produced in 2018-19. That will be presented October 25 through October 28 down at the Fusion Theater, and it will be directed by Todd Quick, the newest member of Bombus Theater faculty. It, um, one of the first plays we ever did in this theater a long time ago, and we did a modern adaptation at that time that was sort of like Great Gatsby with um, you know 1920s, Roaring Twenties, but. Um, this year, it'll be a little more traditional, um, you know, in a thrust type of stage. It'll be down at the Fusion Theater, um, but it should be, it's just a fun, you know, sort of a happy play, and it's a good way for people to get introduced to theater, as far as Shakespeare especially, because it's not um, high-stake Shakespeare. It's sort of just a fun um, type of uh, production, so we're looking forward to that. Because there's so many different types of roles, from fairies to mechanicals to, um, you know, the people of the court, the lovers. It's just a bunch of different types of people, and it's a lot of fun. The sweetness of Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream will be followed by the grit of an encore presentation of Philip Ridley's groundbreaking The Pitchfork Disney. That will be presented on October 30 and 31 at the Wells Theater, and it's directed by Doug. Which is a really crazy, kind of scary play. Um, it's, it's disturbing. Um, it's the first play in the in-your-face uh, theater, sort of a British theater type of um, genre. And we are reviving it for two days only, the Halloween season, the 30th and 31st of October, in order that we hope it might go to the um, Kennedy Center American College Theater Festival in January, which will be held in Madison, Wisconsin. Then on November 15th through the 18th, one of the more popular plays right now on U.S. college campuses will be presented down at the Fusion Center. That's John Cariani's bittersweet and poignant Almost Maine. It's going to be directed by the principals of directing class, so each of the members of the class will direct one or more scenes. Uh, but it's kind of that type of uh, play that you can have sort of different takes on each little segment because 
they're related, but they're not um, integral with each other. So that should be a really fun um, experiment. Yeah, and it's just a sweet little play. I think people will like it if they've never seen it. Um, just be prepared to come and enjoy the night. It's not going to be, you know, high drama or anything like that. But it's just going to be a really relaxing evening in the theater. Then in the spring, Doug will direct The Wolves, a 2016 play by Sarah DeLapp, a young playwright The Economist magazine has called a playwright to watch. The Wolves will be presented February 21st through the 24th at the Wells Theater. It's a really different type of play. It's about a high school woman's soccer team that is... um, Everything takes place on an indoor soccer field, so the Wells Theater will be converted into an athletic facility, um, and it's something like 13 women and one older woman. Uh, but it's so the the men in the uh, campus will have to wait a little bit to have a role, uh, but. It should be a really fun um, example of trying to get some athletes, some real Monmouth College athletes, maybe even some high school athletes, depending on who we can attract, that can dribble a ball and talk and do lots of things at, at the same time. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's kind of a fun show, but it's serious at the same time, and you just kind of leave the theater thinking, um, you know, what, is, what, would, what did this really mean? What is this world really about? What are high school kids going through? Um, you know, what is life all about? It's just, it's a very different play than anybody has probably seen around here in a long time. And I read it and I thought, well, you know, this is a real challenge for me because there's a lot of choreography, if you want to call it that. Um, It's, you know, athletic choreography. And I haven't had a lot of experience directing uh, with a lot of choreography. So I thought, you know, the way this is written, the way lines overlap, the way the physical things uh, happen throughout this play, um, it's a real challenge and I want a real challenge. (laughs) I just thought that's I'm ready for something like that. Um, and also maybe to get some other uh, types of students involved that haven't been um, even in our theater maybe. Um, get them involved, get their friends to come. The season concludes in April with a production of the Lionel Bart classic Oliver. The musical from the 1960s will be performed April 11th through the 14th at the Wells Theater, and it will be co-produced by the Buchanan Center for the Arts. I've not done this play before, but it's the year to do a musical, so we are um, teaming up again with the Buchanan Center for the Arts uh, to do the um, fairly classic uh, by now play um, Oliver by Lionel Bart. Um, you know, based on Charles Dickens' Oliver Twist. Um, it's going to be a big brassy play um, in the Wells Theater with an orchestra and a lot of choreography. Vanessa Campagna is directing, choreographing. Uh, we've got a lot of new students that are good at dance and music, and, and we're really looking forward to combining our, our talents with the music department talents and uh, sending off the year in a kind of a boom with a really fun, you know, family show that we haven't really done, you know, something quite in that genre for a while. The last one we did was Meet Me in St. Louis, which was adapted from a, mo- a movie, and it was it had its own sort of style, but this, this is a little bit more of sort of the 60s um, sort of famous Broadway musical style of play. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. And Doug says he especially looks forward to designing the set for the April production of Oliver. Design, I'm going to be designing it, and I've been reading, um, just historically, I've been reading a lot of history of London uh, and the way the city developed in that time period. And I'm just sort of fascinated by that. And some of it, I'm sure, will find its way into the set design. Um, but it's it's going to be a real challenge because it's, you know, we got to fit maybe 60 people, I don't know, onto the stage. And um, we always have a challenge, but somehow we're going to get through it again. 
That's Monmouth Theater professor Doug Rankin previewing the 2018-19 Monmouth Theater season. For more information about the season, check out the Monmouth College Theater Department's homepage, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu slash theater, and that's theater spelled R-E. The Monmouth football team opens its 2018 season on the road this Saturday up at Wheaton College. For the eighth consecutive season, the Thunder are ranked in the preseason top 25, and they are picked to finish second in the College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin. Monmouth, the two-time Midwest Conference champions, was unranked in the preseason top 25 poll. The Fighting Scots are picked to win the conference's South Division, but Monmouth coach Chad Braun isn't looking back on what the Fighting Scots have done in the past. Good thing to, to have, you know, the recognition, you know, from the year previous that, you know, you're picked to win your conference. But, um, you know, that, that really has a lot to do with what you, what you did the previous year. It really doesn't have anything to do with, with what we did, you know, have done this year. We haven't done anything. We haven't accomplished anything yet. So, um, you know, so we, we are just, you know, right now focusing on getting better as a team, um, trying to come together as a team when you infuse, you know, 45 new guys into your team. Uh, there's a new dynamic every year, and um, and you know our guys are just you know learning a little bit about each other right now, and and learning how to play together, and and uh, obviously we return a good uh, uh, core group of guys, but uh, when you infuse those new guys in there, you know there's always a, a change in your team dynamic, and and uh, you know right now we're just focusing on getting better every every practice we go out there, you know every day we go out there. After Saturday's game at Wheaton, the Scots return for a home opener against Wartburg College on September 8th. The Knights also appear in the preseason top 25 in NCAA Division III football, and Wartburg is also picked to repeat as champions of the American Rivers Conference. As Chad points out, Monmouth doesn't open with the easiest pre-conference schedule, but as he also points out, playing the best teams is a sure way to get better. The guys probably uh can you know won't be thanking me uh after after our first two weeks uh yeah you know two two teams in the top 20 of the country um two great programs um but you know we really thought this senior class you know uh, that included you know thomas lisniewski uh deandre wright uh yonsei williams hayden nelson um you know just a, a very veteran group of seniors we thought they could handle a challenge like this going uh you know, two games in a, in a row against two great teams. And, um, you know, my, my philosophy is this, you don't get better playing bad people. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to go out and we're going to compete. And, uh, you know, we're going to learn some things um, in these first two, two games about our team, you know, early on in the season. After the Wartburg game at home on September 8th, Monmouth gets an off weekend before starting Midwest Conference play at home on September 22 against McAllister College. Because of a very challenging non-conference schedule, Chad says that Monmouth fans should be patient with this year's Fighting Scots football team when they get out of the gate. People are going to see, they're going to see, uh, you know, our first two games, and and we're going against two heavyweights, and and um, you know who who knows what the outcomes of those games are going to be. You know, we're going to have to come out and play great to to win both of them, um, but be patient with this team. Um, you know, we're we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna go out and compete and compete as hard as we can uh, day day one and 
um, in week one and week two and, and uh, you know, and coming off those games, uh, bye week comes at a good time. We're going to need to get healthy and, and then, uh, you know, hopefully we can, we can put together a good stretch run after that. We'll return to our conversation with Monmouth football coach Chad Braun, but first a reminder that one of the best ways to follow all of Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter is at MC Fighting Scots. This is also a good place in the podcast to remind you of the plethora of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth. And a sure way to hear some great songs online is to dial up Monmouth College on Spotify. Now let's return to our conversation with Monmouth College football coach Chad Braun. As Chad points out, Monmouth returns a lot of veterans on the defensive front line. Yeah, uh, defensively, you know, we return, um, you know, some very valuable uh, returners up front. Um, you know, Levi Alvedo, Thomas Lesniewski, Lamar Watson, um, Josh Pershaw. Those guys have all played, you know, significant minutes for us. Um, and so, you know, we return a lot of experience up front. Um, and they're going to have to really carry our defense early because, um, on the back end in our secondary, we're, we're very youthful. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot of guys starting their first games, um, these first two games. So it's, you know, it's going to be a, a different dynamic. The only one that has experience back there in the secondary is Nick Myler. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're, we're going to be starting a lot of new, new faces out there. And, um, you know, we're going to have to rely on our pass rush to kind of help those guys out early. Um, at linebacker, we return Clark Gaden, who was a second-team all-conference performer a year ago, and then Trey Maxwell, you know, he's a returning three-year starter for us. So um, we'll have a new middle linebacker this year starting for us. Uh, looks like Jack Lucas will be in there for us, and, and uh, he's got big shoes to fill. You know, the past two years we've had two great ones in Matt Barnes and Kyle Schultz, so those are huge, huge shoes to fill. Uh, what Jack's got to realize is he's not those two guys, and – and Jack's got to be Jack, you know, and Jack's got some great qualities about him, and he's a good, very good football player, and we're excited about what he's going to bring to the table this year. Chad says he's very excited about his Fighting Scots offensive unit, which he says has shown a lot of promise in the preseason. It all starts up on fr- up front with, you know, Joe Crawl, you know, the offensive lineman of the year in the conference. Um, had a tremendous year for us last year as a sophomore, looking for – Big things out of him this year. Um, you know, Brady Boyd returns as a starting offensive lineman, had a great year for us, has had a great camp. Uh, Blake Smith uh, returns there. And then really the other two positions are kind of in a – we're in a battle to see who's going to come out on top in those two p- positions. Uh, we may end up having a freshman play for us and Chris Kimball at center. Um, and then Jared Dace has, you know, done a great job at left guard for us here. So – um, you know, and, and we're just going to kind of see who emerges at those other spots. And then uh, we return, you know, an all-conference tight end in, in uh, Connor O'Keefe. And then, um, you know, DeAndre Wright's, you know, rushed for about 1,300 yards a year ago, and we're looking for big things out of him. And then obviously returning Hayden, you know, his second year in the starting lineup to go along with Wes Anderson. Um, Yonsei Williams is, you know, a multi-first-team all-conference guy at, at, at a receiver spot. And then Jacoby Maxwell, you know, we got a lot of weapons on offense that we really like. Uh, Nate Graham, 
uh, was another receiver that played significantly for us a year ago. So we're excited about that group on offense. You know, it should be an exciting group to, to watch this year. And Chad says the Scott special teams should also be solid this year. On special teams, you know, we, we got a great weapon in our kicker, Joey Beal. I mean, you know, what a tremendous player. He was a first-team all-conference um, kicker a year ago, um, and I, I really think he, he even punted the ball better than that. Um, I mean, he, he is just a weapon for us on special teams. But, yeah, you know, they've been huge for us over the years. I mean, you, you watch our games. Um, we've we've blocked several kicks. Um, our special teams have been huge and and in uh, in significant games, you know. So um, yeah, you know, the, you definitely can't overlook it. You know, a lot of people talk about uh, you know your 22 starters, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. Well, really, there's there's 55 starters, you know, because you got the four special teams units and uh, 11 starters on each of those. So. Um, you know, so those are some ways that young guys can really make a big contribution to our program. Overall, Chad says he likes what he's seen so far in this year's Monmouth football team. Re- really have been very impressed with the leadership of this team, uh, really impressed with our young guys. Um, you know, a lot of maturity in our in our young group. Um, we really feel like it's a it's a real quality young group that we recruited this year. Um, they're, they're not only good football players, but more importantly, they're, they're good people and, and good students. And, you know, they work hard, um, got, got great character. And um, when you have good character, that's just going to carry a long way. So, yeah, really excited about this group this year. You know, when we recruit young men, we, we're going to tell them that, you know, we're, we're about developing them um, as a man, not just as a football player. We want to see them grow. Uh, into being a man and, and develop, you know, not only on the field but off the field in the classroom. Uh, we want to see them get involved in community service and, and really develop them wholly as a man. That's Monmouth College football coach Chad Braun. His Scots open up on the road this Saturday, September 1, up at Wheaton College. Thanks to the good folks at WRAM here in Monmouth, you can follow the Scots on the radio in that game and also online. You can just dial up 977WMOI.com to listen online. And you can also follow Monmouth College on Twitter at Scots Gridiron. And you can follow Chad Braun on Twitter at MC Brawny Boy. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll catch up with theater professor Vanessa Campagna and theater senior Amanda Grissom. They'll preview Fusion Fest 5. Art professor Stephanie Ball will tell us about the new exhibit over in Mama's Lindsay Everett Gallery in the Hughes Library. And we'll check in with the friendly folks over at the Huff Athletic Center to see what's happening in Mammoth College Athletics. And that's going to be a 30 for this second edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2018-19 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu and be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day. Thank you.